The author C.S. Lewis, in his book, The Case for Christianity, wrote, Free will, though it makes evil possible, is also the only thing that makes possible any love or goodness or joy worth having. The first reading that we heard today is from the book of Sirach, and it speaks to us of our relationship with God and our freedom to make choices. The reading sets before us the images of the kinds of choices we must make. We must choose between fire and water, life and death, good and evil. These are images that teach us that we can choose things that lead to destruction, or we can choose the path of salvation that God offers us. Our God has given us the freedom to choose, and God is wise, all-powerful, and omniscient. Though he gives us the freedom to choose evil or good, his grandeur and power invite us to follow in his ways and be faithful to him. Today's gospel continues this theme of following the ways of God. Jesus tells us that when following God's commandments, it's not enough just to do the minimum. We must put our hearts into it. In the gospel, Jesus says, do not think that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. God gave us the commandments to help us to live in harmony with our brothers and sisters in this world. They teach us how to respect others and ourselves. The commandments illuminate the way to holiness. Jesus tells his disciples that unless their righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, they will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Jesus was referring to some of the scribes and Pharisees who knew the law and obeyed the letter of the law, but did so without a true conversion of heart. To be truly righteous, we must conform our hearts to the will of God. And what does it mean to be righteous? Above all, it means to be in right relationship with God and with one another. Our relationship with God will show itself in the way we treat other people. If our relationship with God is solid, if we pray and pour out our hearts to him, if we med meditate on the sacred scriptures and participate in the sacraments, if we truly love and honor God, then we will also treat others with respect, and integrity. We will honor the dignity of those we meet in life. And this is how we strive to fulfill the commandments. If, however, our relationship with God is shallow, we will at best find ourselves following the letter of the law, but missing the heart of the law, doing the bare minimum without a spark of charity or mercy. So in the gospel, Jesus tells us that to follow the fifth commandment 
you shall not kill means much more than just refraining from killing. At the heart of the commandment is treating others with respect, loving all people, even those who may have something against us. Striving to follow this commandment will inspire us to work for reconciliation with others. To follow the sixth commandment, you shall not commit adultery, means more than simply avoiding the act of infidelity. It means shaping our thoughts and attitudes and actions to create an environment of fidelity and love. This commandment invites spouses to renew constantly their love and respect for each other and all people, no matter what their state of life, to live chastely. Jesus himself is the fulfillment of the law and he desires that we do more than simply fulfill the letter of the law. He desires an interior change, a conversion of heart. St. Paul, in today's second reading, speaks of this conversion of heart in terms of spiritual maturity. A mature Christian is one who has entered into the mystery of the death and resurrection of Christ and lives according to the wisdom of God. We ask the Lord today for the strength that we need to fulfill his commands and the grace that we need to offer our hearts to him that, we might, that he might transform them and make us instruments of his love, compassion, and forgiveness in this world.